0: Friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports.
1: Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the
0: Voice of America.
1: Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the June 7th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. The National Basketball Association Finals will resume Wednesday evening in Boston, Massachusetts, where the Boston Celtics will host the Golden State Warriors. The best of 7 championship series is tied at 1 game each after Golden State's 107 to 88 victory Sunday night in San Francisco, California golden state's head coach steve kerr says his team stepped onto the court in game two with a sense of purpose
0: yeah i thought everybody was more engaged uh, it was pretty obvious you know our just our level of, of force and physicality um was ramped up quite a bit and it it had to be um you know what what uh, boston did in the second half you know fourth quarter the other night um we knew we had to, we had to come with a, a much better focus and and sense of of aggression. And I thought that started right from the beginning. Draymond played a huge role in that.
1: Draymond, who we just heard Coach Kerr
0: mention, is Warriors forward Draymond Green. That's my job. Uh, just like I said, Steph Curry sets the tone on the offensive side of the ball. It's my job to set the tone on the defensive side of the ball. I wanted to do that from the very beginning of the game. And, you know, first play, we come up with a jump ball, then we come up with a turnover. So uh, very important uh, for me to come out that way on that side. And I have to continue to do that. This series is not getting any easier. It's only getting tougher. So got to take that up even another couple of
1: Draymond Green talks about teammate Steph Curry setting the tone on offense in game two. Curry, a two-time League Most Valuable Player, broke open a close game by scoring 14 of his game-high 29 points in the third quarter. His head coach, Steve Kerr, comments.
0: You know, Steph was um, breathtaking in that, in that quarter. Um, not just the, uh, the shot-making, but uh, the defensive effort. He just doesn't get enough credit for his level of uh, conditioning, and physicality. Uh, and uh, and defense, uh, you know, people people go at him to try to wear him down because they know how important he is to us offensively. And um, it's pretty dramatic the difference in Steph's uh, strength and and physicality and his body now than uh, from you know eight years ago when I first got here. So guy's amazing. He just keeps keeps working on his game. His, his strength, his conditioning uh, year after year, and uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to watch him play.
1: Now we'll hear from Celtics head coach Ime Udoka, who during his playing days competed internationally for Nigeria's national men's team, the Tigers. The Celtics committed 18 turnovers in Game 2, and Coach Udoka says the team will be looking to reduce that number in game three We look at it as a disappointing loss in game two, and a game we didn't play up to our potential and our standard and so
0: regardless of what happened in game one, that's behind us, and we had opportunities like I said to you know give up eighteen of their fifty two in the first half based off turnovers and you know, obviously allowed them to be in that situation up too so opportunities to play much better, one wasted in the first
1: half, and then obviously third quarter. Got away from us even more as as opposed to the first half where we turned it over a lot. We were still scoring. Uh, it worked against us in that half. Uh, not only the turnovers, but poor offense. and A lot of those led to leakouts as well. As we look forward to Game Three of the NBA Finals, let's also look. Back on the recent Basketball Africa League finals, the NBA and FIBA, the International Basketball Federation, are partnering in support of Africa's premier men's basketball league. In the BAL final on May 28th, U.S. Monastir of Tunisia defeated Petro de Luanda of Angola 83 to 72. For some insights into the second season of the BAL. Iron Mike Mbonia spoke with the head of Petro de Luanda's youth development department, Paulo Santana. I
2: think the league will will improve a lot. And uh that's the second season. And uh I think I think like in five years, this league will be the best the best second league in the world because, um uh they go for the second year and everybody's already talking about about it. The ball league the players got better uh the administration from all over the angola place g- is getting better so i think by the third year four 50 years i think everything's gonna be better though i think the players gonna be more committed man. and i think the players will and uh and gm the players in gm will come like uh and put more money for that and <laughs> trust me in five years, this is going to be a big league. What should basketball federations in Africa do
3: to ensure young players benefit from the Basketball Africa League? I think um,
2: uh, the Basketball Federation should just um, be friends. I'm just saying like friends or work together with the the Ball League uh, to ensure that young players benefit for benefit the league because uh, I think this league... Uh, like in two, three years, it's gonna be all over, like young players, especially like a young players they play in, in the states, like from the, from the NCAA. They will come to play for this league. They will come, like, to be on the African teams, like, uh, all over the place, the countries and stuff. So I think, like, we should have, like, a roof, uh, like, a selling roof, and um, the players should get paid for that. Um, and, um, and I, I think now, right now, and I think in, in the end, not in the end, sooner or later, rules will come. And uh, this is like a second year league. And I think things will come sooner or later. Like, things will come. Let's just be patient, start to keep doing the right thing. And I think things will come sooner or later. Apart from Angola, Mozambique, and recently South Africa, it appears the game is not popular in other countries in the Southern Africa zone. What's your take on this? Um yeah, apart from Angola Mozambique and recent South Africa. The game is, is not popular in other countries for sure, especially like in Southern. Why? Because um uh, Africans all about soccer. But the Ball league brought something different. And uh, I think uh, like uh, they will basketball will be, the basketball will be the like the first sport in Africa like in five, six years. If especially like if the ball league keep doing whatever they doing right now, I think like they will come and the players they will come and uh, uh, like the teams, especially like in, in the teams in Africa, they will uh, they will and to see if the team they they're gonna go to the ball league to qualify, qualifies and stuff. So I think like in in, the, in like five or six years, and uh, the basketball is gonna be like the main thing in Africa. And uh, I hope, just hopefully that uh, the ball league. We'll keep doing whatever they're doing right now because uh, I cannot tell you what's, what's going on in the future, but I know the future is bright. The future is really bright. Things will come for sure. And uh, I think by, besides beside NBA, you're going to be like the second big leagues, biggest league in the world. That's
1: Paulo Santana, the head of the youth development department for Petro de Luanda basketball club. And he spoke with Iron Mike Mboni on the telephone from Luanda, Angola. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the Sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. And to all our VOA listeners, please note, we've moved our programs to voaafrica.com. There, you will find your favorite VOA TV and radio programs, including the sunny side of sports, and a whole lot more. Find us on VOAafrica.com.
3: On the next Straight Talk Africa, tensions between Rwanda and the Democratic Republic of Congo are intensifying. The DRC accuses Rwanda of backing the resurgent M23 rebel group active in its volatile east. Rwanda denies this claim. Join me. Vincent McCrory on the next Straight Talk Africa for an in-depth look at this simmering feud on Wednesday at 18.30 UTC.
4: Hello listeners, my name is Sheila Omri-Buyungo, KCCA Volleyball Club head coach and national team uh, head coach for the Uganda Volleyball Cranes men listen to sunny side of sports on voice of america
1: coach sheila has broken some big gender barriers in african men's volleyball in this encore sunny side of sports feature presentation magume davis Winch tells us more from kampala uganda okay come on buddy three three
4: three three good job come on back Go, go. Let's go. Go. Go,
3: go. The up, so Uganda national volleyball team, the Krens coach, Shira Umuriwa Buyungo, stands at the center of both Kampala City Council Authority volleyball training ground for both males and female teams. She may have a soft, motherly voice, but instructions sink so deep in the minds of players, males and females.
4: Oh, my God, my God. Oh, no way. Up, 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 up,
3: up. Yes. One of the players here is very Anu, a receiver attacker. Varon says she has developed so much since she started training under coach You
5: have to learn very many positions. You don't have to be specific in one position. So I've learned to receive, to attack, to move. Very many things I've learned from her. She's more than a coach. She's a mother, she's a sister, she's a friend. She's a person you can lean on in time of need. Even in times of problems, she's a person you can run to and she'll be there for you. For her, every game you play, you have to analyze how has the other team beaten you, how have you beaten what are the things that have made you beat the other team. You have to come back and analyze all those things that you prepare for the next game and every training session. When you have to prepare better for the next opening. You go hard for the next game.
3: Sheila Buyungo made history in Ugandan Sports last year after she was appointed the first female to manage the Ugandan national volleyball men team, the Cranes. And her first task was to guide the volleyball cranes at Africa Volleyball Championships in Kigali, Rwanda, where Uganda was to play Africa volleyball greats like Tunisia, Egypt and Cameroon.
4: National team call was 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 during COVID. So imagine volleyball is out for two years, and then the Federation says, uh, ah, they've opened up, we're going to play. Now you're, you're, you're planning to play a qualifier of people who have been tra- against people who have been training, people who have actually played in, uh, in the Olympics. So for them, they've been in season. So that's what came to my mind when the technical director, Tony Lacony, called me and told me, um, decided to, you're going to coach the men's team. I was being informed. The way he asked me, I was being informed. I was not being asked. She did not disappoint as she helped Uganda
3: clinch the fifth position after beating Host Rwanda in a highly contested match. But how did it start? Sheila used to volunteer to coach females playing amateur volleyball upon her return from the U.S., where she had also engaged in volleyball activities as a player and as a coach. It is then that males at local club, Kampara Amateur Volleyball Club, KVC, invited her to help them hone their skills.
4: I thought it was one of those things, again, where it's our joke. Um, so they told me, but we're serious, you come and coach us. So I told them, okay, I can do that only if you follow my rules. They're like, rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at that point when I said it, I guess it was me, I didn't really think, you know, it was going to be like, hey, come and coach us, like seriously. So I accepted. And the first thing I did, of course, was share my rules. I actually went back home and sat down and oh. drew up the rules. <laughs> I, have, I have I saw that folder recently in my drive and I laughed. Wow. So I drew up what I call the Sheila rules. <laughs> wow. Basic things.
3: These include time management, respect and commitment. Wait, 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 wait. One of the male players here, Onesima Muhumuza, says he's enjoying playing under Shila Buyungo's instructions.
5: We face sad challenges as players. Yeah, but mothers, you say mothers, they are the soft creatures, I would say, on this planet. The men coaches, they are somehow tough, you know? But she's like, no, calm down, eh? I'm not that tough. I'm not the tough coach you would see. I've enjoyed being around her as a mom. You know, even if you go in homes, dads are the most feared people. So if I would say to men who are coaches, you would be considered to see that.
3: KCCA Volleyball Assistant Coach Alex Mugoda says he too is learning from Sheila's time at the club. There are some things I like from her and the, the principles. She's This woman who is principled, if she says something, it means that. If she says I want this, that's what she wants. And the other thing I want with her is time management. Myself, I've been a coach for some good time. I've trained teams, I've coached teams. But time management somewhere, somewhere defeats me. But for the time I'm working with her. Again, I'm learning more to be a time manager than her because of that thing that she puts in me. She says it's not an easy task coaching males as a woman. But she says she sets guiding principles for herself and the players. Well, no, it's okay.
5: Coach. Coach, coach,
4: coach. Coach, the ball. Uh, no, one, 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 one. Jump jump, 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 jump. Nice.
3: She tells players, both males and females, to practice just like they are playing in the finale in their next game. One of the players here, Eunice Amron, the KCCA and national team captain, says... That's a routine. She has got the news too, both at her club and the national team.
4: No! No, that's okay, that's okay, to that's okay. <laughs> okay. get to the next one. Uh, she's helped me see sport not just as a fun thing to do, yeah, but uh, as uh, as something that can mould you into a responsible citizen. She's helped me realise you can actually grow. While playing volleyball, yeah, it has taught me how to be responsible for my actions, yeah, because with coach Sheila, you have to take responsibility for each and every action you do, whether it is on the court or off the court.
3: Just like the rest of her teammates, Eunice calls Sheila a friend, a mother and a mentor. Someone that has nurtured her become a better person. Sheila rose to prominence last year when she was appointed to head the Ugandan national men's volleyball team, the Cranes, becoming the first ever woman to manage a national volleyball team on the African continent. Yet, she started the game at a later stage in her life. In fact, Sheila was summoned to the national team, which had never featured for any club. At
4: that point in time, my dad wanted me to focus on school. I also didn't play for the university team, but I was always training. It's like I always wanted to make myself better. I wasn't fighting to be on the court playing. I was just trying to see how do I get better. I would watch people playing, and I'm like, oh, I want to play like that person. Uh, and I was small, so I never, you know, set these goals of I want to spike, and Norris worked on playing, working on my defense. I want to be a good defender.
3: Eventually, she played for local club, Campera Macha Club, KVC, and then for the university Bridgeport in Connecticut, US. Well, she honed her skills
4: both as a player and a coach getting up in coaching uh was also unplanned but i enjoyed it because um in the in the u.s they they use a lot of statistics they use a lot of numbers a lot of analysis of what you're doing to give you feedback on you know how many passes you're making you know those numbers drive you to get better they speak to you so that's something When I was grad assistant coach, that's one of the things I was doing. I was tracking the players' numbers while on the bench and giving feedback. And I think that analytical side of the game is what now drew me to the coaching.
3: Shira obtained further coaching training from the University of Leipzig in Germany. But she says it has not been an easy job coaching the opposite sex.
4: Recently at the qualifier we just attended, because some of them were very surprised. Remember the first game they asked my captain, she's your coach? Like when I came to sign... And he stood and looked at them, yes. So it was that shock of, oh, because I was the only woman at the championship. That shock of, oh, and you know, just the players know what I can do. Technically, they know what I bring for them. So for them, it's not an issue. Normally, it's when you first go somewhere and people are seeing you and they are wondering, like, what is she doing here? But then you get over that.
3: Defender Onesma Muhumuza says, male players here have mutual respect for Coach Sheila
5: any player who has been trying to hold back she has been there you know she comes to you she talks to you feel free she's like feel free with me eh? i'm a lady i know i'm a lady but feel free eh? talk to me i will handle if there are many issues she'll be like talk to the coach who's a man so but we have worked with it we have dealt with it and it is moving on very well yeah we don't see her as a lady no we see her as a coach she reaches you personally if it includes calling you, texting you, she will do it. Just to make you improve.
3: Yeah. Eduard Boenje is the assistant coach for KCCA. For him, Coach Sheila is... Very principled, very determined, committed. And uh, she's a person who would want somebody to achieve. Somebody
2: who is ready to achieve, she's there to support.
3: Chira advises other women in
4: sports, players, coaches and administrators... Always have confidence. Just empower yourself. The opportunity will come, and you'll show what you can do. And I know my top It's not about you know I'm a woman, you're a man, so it's me against you. No, just do what you can do to the best of your ability, and the rest will just fall in place.
3: Coach Sheila Buyungo says she's grateful for a supporting family. She has. She says she believes Uganda has very talented volleyball players to compete at a global stage. For the sunny side of sports, I am Mugume, Davis Rwakarindji in Kampala, Uganda.
4: Big this side, big this side.
5: My name is Shida Len, a Ugandan 400 meters Olympian. You are listening to the sunny side of sports.
1: Sheeta Len will captain Uganda's women's team at the African Athletics Championships, which begin Wednesday and go through Sunday in Mauritius. Shida is one of seven women on Team Uganda, which also includes 10 male athletes. Sprinter Benson Okot, who competes at 100 meters and 200 meters, is the captain of Uganda's men's team. Meanwhile, Team Kenya is once again expected to finish at the top or near the top of the medals table in Mauritius. At the last African championships held in Nigeria in 2018, the Kenyans led all countries with 11 gold medals. Kenya has sent a 55-member team to Mauritius, and the squad includes Africa's fastest man.
3: Hi, guys. I'm Fernando Manala, the fastest man in Africa, African 100-meter record holder. And now you're listening to Sunny's Side of Sports on The Voice of America.
0: Hi, this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and
1: interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello,
5: Larry.
1: Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address, facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle at VOA Sunny Sports. In African men's football, Equatorial Guinea defeated Visiting Libya on Monday 2-0 in a qualifying match for the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations tournament in Ivory Coast. Equatorial Guinea got on the score sheet first in the 51st minute, courtesy of an own goal by Libya's Mohamed Al-Tahami. And Equatorial Guinea's second goal was scored in the 84th minute when Federico Bicoro converted a penalty kick. And that penalty proved controversial. The Libyans protested the decision of a handball against Mohamed Munir, who appeared to be pushed from behind. With the victory, Equatorial Guinea now has three points from two qualifying matches in the Group J standings. Libya also has three points. World Cup-bound Tunisia tops the group with four points, and Botswana is at the bottom with one point. The top two teams in the group will advance to the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations tournament in Ivory Coast. Group J qualifying is scheduled to resume in September with two more rounds of matches. In more football news, an airplane dedicated to Argentine great Diego Maradona was recently unveiled in Buenos Aires. VOA's Gwen Uten tells us more.
6: The plane that was designed as a flying museum tribute to Diego Maradona shows a picture of the Argentine legend kissing the World Cup trophy on its body. Daughter Dalma Maradona was at the launch event and told Reuters News that image of her father is particularly poignant because the airplane's journey will end at the World Cup in Qatar later this year. Dama Maradona says I know that the airplane will be traveling through Argentina before going to Qatar. Obviously, this is not just any airplane for us, especially for the fans. It seems it will be a very good experience. The airplane is a Tango D-10S, a 12-seater owned by an Argentine company. Its wings feature images from the 1986 World Cup tournament, where Argentina defeated England 2-1 in the quarterfinals. Maradona's performance in that match forever cemented his name as one of the greatest athletes to ever play the sport. He made both goals in Argentina's victory, and those images are clearly displayed on his tribute plane. The iconic Hand of God goal is featured on the left wing, and his game-winning goal called the goal of the century and one of the greatest in World Cup history, History is on the right fans can honor the soccer legend inside the aircraft and reunite with Maradona thanks to artificial intelligence passengers can also leave a personal message in the cockpit and view memorabilia of the 1986 World Cup team former Argentine national squad manager Sergio Checho Batista said Maradona's latest high-flying tribute is truly a work of art Batista says, I think it's a brilliant idea. It's a very comfortable airplane decorated with the image of the best player in the world, in history, and a friend. We came here three months ago to see it and promote it, and the truth is it fills us with pride, and that it bears Diego's face is the best for us. Maradona passed away two years ago of cardiac arrest at the age of 60. But he will forever be remembered as one of the greatest football players to ever grace the game. Last month, the number 10 jersey Maradona wore when he scored his historic World Cup goals sold for a world record price of over nine million U.S. dollars, the highest price ever paid for sports memorabilia. And now with a tribute plane soaring high in the sky, Dalma Maradona says her father's legendary status will reach new heights. Todo, va más allá de... Doma Maradona says this transcends everything and goes beyond what you can imagine. And say, how far can a fan go? Well, as far as a plane goes, it's beautiful. Flights are available for private hire on the Maradona Tribute plane before it too will be auctioned for charity. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my
1: VOA colleague, Gwen Uten. And yes, I have to agree with Diego Maradona's daughter, Dalma. Her father's legendary status is still reaching new heights with that tribute plane. (laughs) And that wraps up the June 7th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. I get it. And that's the sunny side of sports.